Self-advocacy. What does that look like? I, absent of what it may appear on the outside, I haven't been a very good self-advocate. Not at all. If you think back on it, back in 2010, I actually became homeless because I wasn't a good self-advocate. Now, that being said, I also made a choice that I wanted to travel and I didn't want to spend 90% of my income for shelter. But at some point in time during those seven and a half years, there were many periods of time during those seven and a half years, I would have loved to have shelter. I would have, if I would have been found eligible for low-income housing um, that, that I could afford, there's a possibility that I could have traveled as well as had a stable residence. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that would have looked like because I wasn't good at being a self-advocate. Um, a good example of this is that I've been on and off a waiting list for a Section 8 voucher for years, literally, maybe 15 years. Um, and that's going back before my, my first divorce. I didn't leave my husband actually as we had planned when our last child left the nest because I had nowhere to go. I had, even though I had my social security, I had no way to leave. I, even though emotionally it was not a good situation for me um, or actually for him. And that being said, there's a lot that I would have done differently. Um, but when we divorced, when I finally left, there was a lot of good reasons that I should have left a long time ago. I stayed as a caregiver for him and I didn't even realize that back then. It's and I didn't feel guilty. Well, I, I, I want to take that back because I did feel guilty. I mean, I, I can remember while living with my friend, going back to my soon to be ex-husband's and making him a sandwich so that he would eat. Um, he didn't have the capability or the executive function just to get up and make himself a sandwich. And I didn't understand anything about disability back then. I really, really didn't. Um, but when it all came down to it, we were caregivers for one another without even realizing it. And we had evolved into that situation after maybe eight, well, very, very soon into our marriage, very soon into our marriage, we had evolved into the situation of being co-caregivers. Um, me more than him, he really kind of tried to ignore the fact that I needed caregiving. <laughs> so it was more my children who caregave me. 
And in order to get out of a position of needing caregiving, I, I ran, if you will. I ran away. I tried to run away from my own body and I was not successful. <laughs> you can hear the doggies in the background drinking. Um, I wasn't successful at, at running away from my disabilities. I wasn't successful at running away from my dysfunction or my absence of function. And now, after seven and a half years being homeless, back in September of 2017, I finally decided to give up 80% of my income for housing. And that has been non-sustainable. Um, it's just not sustainable. When COVID hit, yeah, my income didn't go down, but my expenses went up tremendously. And I'm trying to figure out how exactly that happened. Um, every day I will sit there with a spreadsheet trying to figure out how I went from zero to X. I have managed businesses um, with budgets much larger than I've ever imagined having myself. Managing money isn't the issue. The issue is executive functioning. And the issue is dissociation and the fact that I timeshare my brain and body with over a hundred personalities. And guess what? They each have their idea of what a budget should be. And some of them don't understand that I have an extremely low income. So this week, <clears throat> all of that being said, this week was kind of monumentous for self-advocacy. It started out on Monday with my therapist and I requested some help with my executive functioning. And then I followed that up with Tuesday, reiterating that request to my physician. Both of them were had their hands tied partially but because of the fact that I go to a therapist and a physician who neither of which has a social worker on staff. So they have to reach outside of their normal, um, their regular structure to access this referral. But it's something that both of them that should not only know how to do, but by me asking for this, then the next person down the line who needs it, hopefully I've made this path a little bit easier for them. So this podcast has gone on a little bit longer than the last two, but it gives you a little bit more of an update as to what's going on in my world. So that's this week, which is the last week of February 2021. And I hope you're having a wonderful week in your neck of the woods. Love and light from Maggie's Light. Peace out. See you on the other side.